0: Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. We are beginning a new book today. We're going to be reading together through the book of Philippians. So let's start today by reading Philippians chapter 1. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I'm writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and deacons. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his good work until it's finished on the day that Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ, and because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry— But others preach about Christ with pure motives. They preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. But that doesn't matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way, so I rejoice. And I will continue to rejoice, for I know that as you pray for me and the spirit of Jesus helps me, this will lead to my deliverance. For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't Know which one is better. I'm torn between these two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me, but for your sakes, it's better that I continue to live. Knowing this, I'm convinced that I will remain alive so I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what He is doing through me. Above all, You must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the truth, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved, even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for Him. We are in this struggle together, and you have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Are you chained to some kind of secret addiction, or do you feel trapped by anxiety or depression? Do you feel the weight of your past mistakes and the effect of maybe a failed marriage or parenting? When everything seems to be falling apart and we are certain we have let God down, grace intervenes and reminds us the story isn't over yet. Paul's life was certainly not going the way that he had planned. When he finds himself writing this, he's alone in a prison cell. Yet in Philippians 1, 4 through 6, he says, I always pray with joy because I'm confident of this. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. See, your circumstances may not look good today. They certainly didn't look very good for Paul. Yet we can have joy and confidence knowing this, God's not finished yet. Not only is God not done He wants to use every single circumstance that we're facing and struggling through today to draw us closer to Him. Philippians 1, 12-14, Paul reminds us that even in those difficult things, God is drawing us closer to Him. Your mistakes, your failures, your heartaches are all part of your story. And when you fear you've let God down, grace trades your shame for hope and trust and courage. Knowing that God would never waste a hurt in our life and that he is working all things together for the good for those who are in Christ Jesus gives us great reason to trust and to hope no matter what you're facing today. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you give us so many tangible reasons to have hope in the midst of difficult circumstances. And we know that we don't walk through these difficulties on our own, but you've given us your spirit to advocate for us, to comfort us, to counsel us, to help us. You, Jesus, told us that you would never leave us or forsake us. So today, God, we go through our struggles and our difficulties knowing you're with us. And since you're with us, we know you're good and kind and loving and that you're not looking to harm us or punish us but you're looking to give us a hope and a future. We thank you today, in Jesus' name, amen.